Hello everybody and welcome to the Cane and Rinse podcast, volume 11, issue 518. And today we're going to talk about a game called Chicory, a colourful tale. Joining me, Leon Cox, in this issue are Chris O'Regan. Hello. And Leah Haydu. Hi there. Sadly, Darren Gargett was also meant to join us, but hasn't been able to make it due to real life things. So uh, hopefully you can put up with just the three of us. Uh, hopefully we'll all still have something to say about Chicory, A Colourful Tale, which is a kinder 2D Zelda-like adventure with a prominent painting mechanic and a sweet disposition. That's how I described it. The official blurb says a top-down adventure game in a colouring book world where you can draw on anything, use your painting powers to explore new places, solve puzzles, help your friends and change the world. Uh, the game is relatively new for a game covered on Cane and Rinse, but what is our, what are our histories with this uh, relatively new game from 2021? Leah, when did you pick this up and did you just play it for the show? I did. Um, I picked it up uh, for the show. It was something that I kind of had my eye on um, because I had heard some really good things in some of the podcasts that I listened to yes. uh, and also just watching videos. It looked like a really uh, cute idea and kind of a fun twist on something that, I mean, it's, it's not a completely out of left field idea. It, it, no. As you said, it, it is, it does have a lot of kind of Zelda ish feelings to it and a lot of yeah. uh, mechanics that perhaps do show up in other games, but it looked like, as I say, a fun twist on that. Um, and yeah, so I picked it up uh after the schedule came out for this volume but considerably before i think i think there might have been a sale at some point that's generally how i end up with most of the many 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 games yeah. on my my psn backlog uh and yeah played it for the show uh finished it i guess about a week ago and yeah. uh that was uh that was my experience with it so far which version did you play just out of interest uh i played the ps5 version cool 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 and Chris, I believe you have tackled this on your Steam Deck. I have. I have. Yeah. Um, so my history. Um, yeah. Saw on the list and I wanted to play it because I, it's yeah. a game that aligns with my sensibilities and the, the creativity for creativity's sake. For the, on the, so I told you. Yeah. You're going to play it. So, yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I, it's one of my favorite times of the year when we go through our lists and go, oh, I could I just, just put the green light on there or put the orange light on there. And I definitely, I think, seem to remember putting a green on this one. And uh, yeah, I've been playing it on PC and my Steam Deck, which has been an interesting experience to play it on that. Okay. Um, but, uh, uh, and that's really what drew me to the game is the, the, uh, the aesthetic and the, the premise. And I do love my action adventures. Right. And yes, uh, we should say this isn't the first ever game with a, with a painting or colouring in mechanic, it's something that actually goes back quite a long way, but it's uh, perhaps one that's outside of actual art programmes or fun things like Mario Paint. It's, it's one of those that's perhaps given you the most licence to, to splash and doodle and whatever else in, in whichever way you see fit. Yeah, the only thing I can, I, I can really think about, uh, think of rather, that would have even come close would be okami and even that is more yeah. restrictive kind of like yeah. you can only really do it in certain ways and in That's certain right. positions um so this this really is just kind of a black and white world where you can do whatever you like 
Yeah, I suppose I'm thinking back even to early platform games like Miner 2049er and, the, mm. and its sequel, Bounty Bob Strikes Back, where you're colouring in platforms to complete the level. It's not really the same thing, but it's got that same sort of similar, yeah, vibe. Yeah, and there was a there was a game. There's a game called Carve Up, which well, uh, on the uh, 16-bits where you actually drove a car and you had to paint all these platforms. And yeah, it's not it's not the same. It doesn't have the same creative leaning, but just that sort of sense of filling in a space or even kicks the old arcade game where you're kind of uh, completing squares with a dot to kind of paint in the space. But I should say, I, I should stress that the, the aim of the game here is not just to paint the entire world. In fact, you don't have to paint much of it at all if you don't want to uh, but we'll get more into that my history with the game is simply i remember seeing the reviews i generally keep track of kind of what's coming out via reviews on uh looking at open critic and this game came out and did very well and so it went on my wish list and i think i bought it fairly prominent fairly soon after it came out uh promptly so uh bought it on ps5 yeah, and then saved it for the show, played it a couple of weeks uh, ago, finished it about a week ago, same as Leah, played, I think it was about was it 11 and a half, 12 hours, something like that, and uh, and it shows you your, your map at the end, and I had 80% complete, uh, you could of course go back and do the rest, find the other, find the other squares if you wanted. Anyway, uh, this is by Greg Lobanoff, or Lobanoff who we've uh, we've covered his previous game, uh, Wonder Song, on a previous issue of the podcast. Check that out too. <clears throat> I would say it ha there are a lot of similarities in terms of uh, tone and writing and spirit and its sincerity and heart and all those things uh, are very much there. And even the sort of the fundamentals of the, the subject matter, I would say, are, are quite relevant. The main difference being that singing was the... and, it, and, and the perspective was side on uh, and singing was the main mechanic in that game and colouring is the main mechanic in this game uh, and they've gone with a very different art style as well. Binji is the publisher um, and uh, he worked with uh, artists Alexis Dean Jones who I think is the main character designer but also Madeline Berger and Lena Rain is the composer we'll talk about the music as always but Audio provided by a team of Elmer Halberstadt and Preston Wright, uh, known together as A Shell in the Pit. The game was made in Game Maker Studio 2, which I know nothing about, but based on the, the way this game runs, uh, I assume it's a very powerful and capable tool. I don't know, Chris, in your Sausage Factory guys, uh, have you... Is this a, a piece of software that other people you've interviewed have used? Is it is it a, a popular one, popular yes. tool? Yes. Right. Um, it's not quite up there with Unity, of course, but that's more of a no, sure. more of an engine, like lower level engine than this one. Yeah. Um, but it's more like um, object oriented engine <clears throat> that I've actually dabbled with uh, myself. Okay. So yeah, it's very good, very very, very approachable, and um, this sort of game, which is of course chicory, it's not surprised that it could actually do what it it does because it is quite, as you say, it's quite a malleable engine but it can't yeah. do certain things. And just the game feels super robust. It runs mm. so smoothly, at least on the PS5. Like mm. there's a lot of interesting kind of game logic and stuff, but it seems seems to cope with, with everything um, very nicely. Obviously, I mean, it's garbage in, garbage out. It's obviously been, uh, you know, utilised in a skillful fashion. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. you look at these games that are made in, in these sort of pre-built studio type things and they have a certain kind of 
shall we say, rustic charm about them. This one doesn't really have that to me. The game was released on initially on PC and Mac and PS4 and PS5. There are separate clients, but I doubt there's a huge amount of difference other than maybe loading times. Uh, came out on June the 10th, 2021, and a Switch version arrived in December, six months later, 2021. Kind of disappointed that, well, not disappointed, but it would have been nice to to hear about the Switch version a little bit more. Uh, I, yeah. It feels like something that probably would do well on Switch, but yes. I, I I don't know. I, I um, have played a few games, and what I'm thinking of notably is The World Ends With You, where um, mm. motion controls and like kind of drawing controls have yeah. not ported so well to the Switch. Right. So I I don't I don't know whether this intended to make use of mm. the the motion controls or not, but I, I touch feel like, screen maybe. I yeah, that's I I feel like this would do very well with yeah. a touch screen. It's just yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that finger painting. I, yeah. The open critic score, which was as I say, pretty much what kind of led me towards it. Looking at the reviews coming in, it has an eighty eight percent average and recommended by ninety six percent of its fifty five reviewers. No idea on sales, but based on the amount of correspondence and feedback we've had for this show and the number of Steam reviewers, I'm going to say this game hasn't done tremendously well. I think my own, if I was going to posit a reason for that, firstly, I don't know it's a fact, but this is based on what I'm seeing. Um, I'm wondering if maybe people assumed it was uh, too kiddie for them based on its looks. I can see that. Like, I, I, I wouldn't say that I thought it was going to be kitty necessarily, but from mm. what I had seen previously, I don't think that I had it in my mind that it was going to be quite as complex as some of the puzzles get. This is not yeah. a game that I think uh, younger kids would maybe be able to get into. Now, maybe older kids a little bit, or it just if they're particularly good at that kind of puzzle solving. Mm. But yeah, there's some stuff in there that um, that is more involved than I, I probably I would have thought. And some dark grown-up subject matter. Oh, for sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's also another reason, I think, but I'd rather not talk about it now rather than we talk about our own impressions of the game later on. But uh, I think there's another reason, but we'll talk about it later. It's okay. more about how the uh, audience or people received it, which Leo sort of hinted at expecting one thing and getting something else. But that wouldn't affect sales so much because people would, you know, if people have... Well, if, it if, would have spread word of mouth to people who have bought it and then said all these things about it. True, true. And said, yeah, ah, so. right, okay, maybe it wasn't the thing I thought it was. Yeah. I want to delve into that much de detail later on, if I may. Sure, yeah, of course. Uh, the game did uh, win some awards or a couple of awards. The uh, the British uh, Academy Games Awards it won Best Family Game, which is again interesting when you actually sort of get into it. I mean, I don't I don't think it is. It's not a game that you know children shouldn't touch because it's it's dangerous. But it's just that there's some stuff in there that might uh, they could definitely get a lot out of it without this stuff. But then there, are, I think I think some of the some of some of the scenes and some of the dialogue, if they actually take it in, would actually be quite. Uh, potentially disturbing for for a very young kid if especially it's it's that stuff where it comes out the blue as well like it's um because the rest of the game is so jolly and sincere and stuff there's when it goes sad and dark it really does like it's it's more of a contrast right so it 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 hits you that much harder uh also at the Pegasus awards uh, best foreign independent video game um foreign to wherever the Pegasus awards are held i guess um yeah but that's cool. Um, 
user reviews wise so yeah it's only got 19 user reviews on the push square site and it has a mm, a so-so decent 7.4 out of 10 however over on steam uh, it has a wonderful overwhelmingly positive from 1360 odd folks and that's as high as ratings go on steam so uh to hear from somebody who didn't click with this game to start with we have Buscalilli from our forum one of uh, as i say few correspondents for this title Buscalilli says i heard a lot about this in the lead up to last year's game of the year season and i decided i had to give it a go it did very little for me the game was pretty boring and slow and the story didn't speak to me I heard someone say it made them think about imposter syndrome, but I'm one of those obnoxious people who was born with infinite confidence, so maybe that's why it never clicked. I've heard it opens up and becomes much more of a game in the second half, so I may force myself to go back to it eventually, but for now I'll say it was as boring as watching paint dry. <laughs> yes, well, how nice for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, Badum tish. There you go. But. Spoiler warning for the story because, uh, yeah, <laughs> things happen. Um, and I would suggest you'd probably get more out of it if you didn't know. I think, I mean, the game, yeah. yeah. No, I, I do think it's rather narrative heavy. Uh, so I would say, yes, it's probably best not to know. That said, as I've, I've said before, uh, I don't think spoilers are generally as spoilery as people fear that they might be in the sense that I think often if you go into something that you've, you know, you found out things about. I don't think it, it's as ruinous to, to many pieces of entertainment as perhaps some people think it is. Um, but there you go. Your mileage may vary and all that. So here is your spoiler warning. The plot is set up thus by the official blurb. Something terrible happened. Chicory, superstar artist and wielder of the brush is missing. And all the colour in the land vanished with her. It's up to you, Chicory's number one fan, to pick up the brush and fill in for her. It's a big job, but you're ready for it. Probably. <laughs> uh, bullet points are explore the picnic province and paint on anything. Solve puzzles and manipulate the environment with paint. Unlock new paint abilities and use them to reach new places. Dress up how you want with collectible clothes, plants and furniture. Discover a world full of 100 plus animal characters, all named after foods. Experience 10 plus hours of gameplay and dozens of side quests involving, uh, including mail delivery, art classes, photo taking and more. It's all true. I can't argue with any of those bullet points. First point of order is the game asks you, what's your favorite food? Leo, what did you put? I put pizza. <laughs> Me too. Uh, pizza, I reckon. Yeah. <clears throat> Right. Yeah, I mean, I've got lots of favourite foods, but like you know, it came up. What did you put, Chris? Marmite. Marmite. That's also a cute name for your your it's dog. It's a great so... name for the dog, and there's all these characters calling him Marmite, going, "It's the best." <laughs> I almost put bacon. That was my second choice, but yeah, yeah. I, I decided yeah. I decided to go with pizza. So yeah, I was just Darren's... sat there staring at the screen for a very long time, far too mm. long, because I knew. <laughs> I knew you were going to be called that for the whole game. Like, I didn't well, know that. Uh, I didn't either. Was, but, I could have gone yeah. Bourbon. Could have gone like, you know, Garibaldi. Uh, that would have the, uh, the, the biscuit or the drink. Biscuit, well, either. Yeah, not the, the Italian Revolution, you know, the, the biscuit. No, 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 no <laughs> Bourbon. Not the, <laughs> um, yeah. Bourbon. Um, yes, bourbon, Darren, was, Darren put Burger. Uh, so, uh, yeah. 
that just so right. dis- also, just for, also a a fine name for her just for just a, for the uh, record yeah so it's a fine name yeah i thought the dog was called chicory because the game was called <laughs> chicory and the dog is on the on the title screen right uh, it says chicory it does say chicory yeah i i i, I also before this well. thought that the uh that the dog was named Chicory. The dog is not Chicory. Yes, no, no, no. It's no. important. Uh, so, yeah, how do we feel? Let's get into it. How did you? How did the characters, the story, Pizza the dog? Oh my god! What the hell? I've just clicked on the wikia, and <laughs> and the dog is named. If you click uh, Chris and Leah on the characters hyperlink that I've put there, yeah. look what the dogs look what the dogs called on this page. Uh, let's see. Yeah, his his default name was. Of course, it's pizza. How did I? Yeah. How did they know? I didn't do that. I promise you. I know this is a wikia, but I did not change it. No, that's that's the default name. Pizza is a very safe food, right? Like a lot of people are going to have that. It's it's not. You know, know, it's hardly an original. There are a lot of funny things you could name the dog. A lot of people uh, did marmite, but I thought no, that works because that's yeah. Yeah. I do actually consume this stuff, so yeah, that's not a lie. I do actually kind of like it. Okay. Well, let's just remind myself how much Marmite is. So, yeah, I'm still sticking with mine. But, yeah, that's Absolutely. a name. <laughs> right. I bet a lot of people named it Cheese. I bet a lot yes. of people, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of what, Very what other. Very few would have uh... called it Cabbage. But Cabbage yeah. is a nice name. I mean, I like Broccoli. <laughs> broccoli. Uh, okay. Apparently, it was called Draw Dog early in development. That okay. didn't stick. Unlike, yeah. unlike Guybrush, Sushi is a good name. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I mean that is a spoiler. Whatever you say, your favorite food is is the name of your character for the whole game. Um, <laughs> well, isn't there something similar in um, Earthbound where they ask you what your favorite food is, and, oh. but it's not it's not the name of your. There is I, lots I, of Easter eggs. I've never played Easter. Earthbound. Don't tell anyone. But um, yeah. but I, I'm I'm pretty sure that that has some kind of impact on uh, on some other right. things in the game. So uh, this that. I bet that was supposed to be a reference, and then they kind of twisted it just a little to uh, to make it the name of your dog. So you take your pizza, uh, the dog, who or whatever, Marmites, um, <laughs> and yes, you start in the, the wielder's tower. You're the janitor at this point. Chicory has disappeared. Um, yeah, what, what were your initial impressions and, and going on into the game? You know, what, what did the writing, the story, the characters, uh, what did it do for you, Leah? Just in general, I I really the um the whole imposter syndrome thing that our mm. first correspondent talked about. I I didn't know that the story was going to go in that direction, and no. um having relatively recently transitioned to a uh, promotion in my own job right. that um yeah. I am still kind of getting into and still getting accustomed to um that hit me at mm. a particularly appropriate time let's Got say it. uh I, I, that is something that i do struggle with and and have at at points pretty sure. much my entire life so yeah. um i i i thought that it was handled in a very um appropriate way and i really enjoyed that most of the well i think all really of the characters that you meet are very supportive and very yeah. um I, I don't know that I, I I kind of wonder because I'm sure that some people did see it this way, but I, maybe if you were picking up this game in the first place and that wouldn't be the, the way that you'd go. But I, I wonder if people saw it as being kind of excessively twee a little bit, mm-hmm. like everybody is just super nice. Yeah. Everybody is very sweet and supportive. Yes. And, you know, you have a family who loves you very much. You can call your mom for um, 
that I, I really um, did. Yeah. I, that was like one of my favorite mechanics so is if yeah, you get yeah. stuck, you can find a phone booth and you can call your mom for help and, and she'll kind of give you a general hint. And then you just see in the background, like your dad's hand <laughs> dad's reaching claw. for the phone. It's just like and, yeah. reaching for the, it's so funny. Your I'm dad's like so sort of watery eyed raccoon. He's kind of adorable. looks like he's got some sort of nervous yeah disposition yeah. but he when he comes on the phone he's like he's got all the detail for you he basically yeah. gives you the, the 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 specific answer to where you're stuck but then he says you're a good kid and it's yes. so sweet like <laughs> yeah. that is that is yeah. a great example of the tone of the whole game almost as you said leah it's remarkable almost everyone in this game is nice and in fact the only real enemies are your own psyche and yeah. other people's doubts relatable. about themselves <laughs> yeah it's very relatable yeah my my eye sort of pitching um, Go for it. So my concern about the delivery of this very delicate topic of uh, depression, anxiety, and um, imposter syndrome, which I do suffer from chronically, uh, not the depression stuff, but the, um, well, I've suffered that in the past, but the, you know, the, the uh, imposter syndrome, despite the stuff I do, and received awards for my day job, but still going, yeah, I'm a bit of an idiot. Oh yeah, no, there's not no. nothing will stop you feeling it, no matter. Yeah. No, there's there's no. no amount of praise or or plaudits no. that will stop it. Stop it. Logical, stop, yeah, stop exactly. And I definitely could relate to it. But my problem, my problem with this, how it was delivered in in Chicory, and I think it's somewhat naive in some parts, blunt. Um, doesn't really go into uh, really how it triggers, and it's it feels like a series of bullet points. It's not bullet points. It's it's deeper than that, and that bothered me. Um, and I do generally take issue with the delivery of how I know what they're trying to do, and the the intentions were good, but I don't think personally it's it really it's too coarse, not in in a way that it's um uh uh aggressive but or or just basically it's, it lacks uh detail and it lacks depth and that bothers me because this is a topic that you shouldn't co cover in that manner um the the i can pretty fully appreciate why chicory was suffering this way and indeed it's it's a mechanic of the game and why later on you 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 realize that you it's not you it's the thing although actually no it is you but not the thing it's i do think mental health um topics like this do are do worthy of attention of course especially in the medium of video games and some games are way better than others i don't think chicory did a very good job here um and i i couldn't really warm to the characters because they were so um how can I put it? They were just so bland in many regards. There were some interesting aspects of them and the fact that they did spend an inordinate amount of time staring at their navels. And that's fine, but it's, it, it became um, almost sort of tiresome towards the end. And um, that's really my takeaway from it is that um, good, good try, but no. Yeah, I mean, I I could see why you might feel that way. Uh, that wasn't my experience. I felt that the the sincerity came through in spades, and I felt like, especially given that Greg Labanoff has come off the back of another game that, as I say, covers very 
similar subject matter. It's clearly something that's very personal to him. You know, he writes this game and another one about a very similar subject matter. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, you, I, I see what you mean about kind of he's presented two games in a way that are both kind of cute um, and stylistically accessible with cartoon characters and a colouring book aesthetic. Um, and I guess, yeah, that's the way that he feels able and comfort, comfortable to kind of express this stuff. Or maybe that's the way that he it works best for him in a video game to do and yeah it's definitely not going to work for everyone it clearly hasn't as we've heard from literally 50 percent of our correspondents uh so but yeah i i i found for me um it's heart and sincerity uh as with wonder song um did resonate but also and and yeah um, i'm also somebody who's definitely had uh, major issues with with imposter syndrome um yeah. but yeah I'm not questioning I sincerity please don't think that i just challenging the delivery that's all sure sure um yeah and that's that's obviously whether that works for you is going to be a subjective matter yeah where do you where do you sit on this yeah i i i think that the part of the reason that it it struck a chord with me as well as it did was because i did feel like um i did feel like it came from someone who had a pretty deep understanding of the issues um, and for mm. me, um, kind of like you were saying, Leon, I, I can understand how it how it would not work for some people, um, mm. even if they enjoyed the game itself. But it, it did work for me. And I, I kind of wonder, and this would not be something that we would know unless actually speaking to the creators, I guess. But mm. I, I kind of wonder whether the aim was to make this for people who had experienced this type of... Uh, thought process or this type of um, issues in in their own life or whether it was kind of intended to not exactly be an explanation to people who haven't but a way to present it that they wouldn't immediately reject like oh these people are you know these these creatures these uh, characters in this game are cute and adorable and they're having these problems so I mean maybe you know it's it, it might seem like it's not being approached with seriousness but actually mm. it's like just kind of a uh, um, a friendlier way to approach the subject matter for other people now i don't i don't know as i say mm. that i don't i don't think that that's something we could really determine without no, like sure. actually going to the creators and saying hey is this what you meant um but yeah it, for for me to answer the question yeah I, I really did think that it worked um because you know it's got some pretty hard-hitting themes and it, it definitely has something to say but it's not really beating you over the head with it, I, I don't think. And I, I think if it had gone in a kind of harder direction with it, it, it might have lost some of that charm for me. Yeah, I think so. And uh, you could sort of, uh, you could probably, as as some people do, kind of miss the, the subtext and kind of see it as a kind of a fairly straightforward, I mean, you could, skip the text i suppose and and the dialogue and and just uh and kind of play it as a straight uh arcade adventure action game whether that would work i don't know so there are as i say these other 100 characters plus in the world all named after foods except for one who is simply called an adult who appears <laughs> to be a, a collection of maybe small animals in a coat i'm not sure exactly what's going on there um, there's a few curious and, and wacky characters in the world. Most of them have several things to say. It tells you 
points out to you quite early on to uh, keep uh, activating dialogue boxes because uh, there will be there will be more dialogue. And indeed, you need to do that in some cases to uh, progress side quests and thing, things like this. But again, I suppose a lot of this stuff was incidental potentially, but I actually I enjoyed the writing throughout. Um, for me, it struck a good balance of that sort of accessibility and earnestness. Um, I, I often think, you know, I, I do often think that uh, in the same way as I've said a few times on this show that I think uh, subtlety is, is overrated. I think um, kind of uh, complicating things for the sake of it and presenting them in a in a serious way is sometimes, you know, it, I find it can be just as effective to watch, a, you know, some someone like a Pixar or someone like that doing adult subject matter, thinking about that famous sequence in Up and stuff like that, where for all the words and writing and 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 experience and and complexity you could put to that actually just the the image and and the presentation of of certain events can be enough and um yeah as i say there is i think there there is quite a lot of dialogue in this and writing but i found i don't know about you two but but i found that uh you know some of the characters the sort of uh, the characters who would pop up from place to place uh, and and make returning visits. I was starting to you know warm to those as well. People like Lemon, and uh, and Blackberry and <laughs> Cardamom. <laughs> Sorry, I've just wanted to talk about. I need to talk about the bugs. They're great. The insects. Oh, the the insect the insect yeah, land right. The insect land. The I just they they were my favourites. Um, the the ambassador, who uh, who to translating him who sits on your head, oh yeah, end, and translates for you. And then when you encounter the queen, they're sort of painting it up like you're under, you're assuming this is going to gobble you up or something like that. But you go, well, no, this is tickery. It won't. What's going to happen? And then she opens up and she's sort of going, oh, you're so delightful. And the, um, the ambassador <laughs> says, see, I told you, she's just awful. You know, and <laughs> so it just made me chuckle. And that, that for me was a highlight, real, real, like, um, Lots of comedy in this game. Lots, of, lots of, does a great job of juxtaposing that against the very serious issues that it was dealing that Chicory deals with, and I do applaud them for that. I really do, um, especially the hidden messages in the in the in the temple about butts. The, about butts. And, and <laughs> like, don't know. Who I giggled those. through that entire temple. We saw that and thought immediately of Leah. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> wow. Why? I don't care. This is hilarious. Because, you know, uh, at that point, it's just at the starting point where the engine of the puzzles kicks in mm. yeah. of of um, really what the foundation really of chicory is, I believe, is the solving of these rather interesting and sometimes quite intricate puzzles. Mm. Um, and uh, But I, I, I got through them all, I'm happy to say. But... Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, I do uh, just the characters. I do think they're they're the ones that, that I warm to the most. That and the t-shirt designer is very enthusiastic. Similar to the uh, the pizza um, the pizza place owner who oh, has yeah. you design their sign too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and the donut place. Don't forget that. Yeah, I was um, very proud of my sign for the pizza place. I thought it was really cool. I was like. We'll get more into the uh, in, into the art. Well, actually, let's talk about it. So, obviously, you start with the with with this black and white world, uh, which has been drained of all color, uh, and initially you don't have a lot of power to put it back. But 
uh, as the game progresses, you get more brush styles and you learn more techniques and such and such and such. Now, depending on which version you're playing, obviously that's going to uh, your your way of painting is is going to be quite different. But actually, let's start before we get into that uh, with the the actual art style of the characters. Um, we're talking about the writing and and uh, and as I say, I, I found it uh, quite charming. But it, I definitely think it was aided by the uh, by the art style, which I which I found easier to vibe with than than Wonder Songs. Um, just the characters had you know were just a bit more kind of uh, designed. Like there's there's more to them rather than the very simple kind of blocks and paper cuts of the of Wonder Song. Here we've actually got uh, cute cute animals, basically. Yeah, it's it's like a, a cartoon style, I guess you'd call yeah. it. Maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. I did like the the art style in Wander Song quite a lot, but this is very different. Yes. Um. And it does. I think it. I. I think. Yeah. Calling it more designed does kind of feel right because it's. It's more specific. It's more detailed. Um. And it's. It. I mean. It does. It kind of looks like a a a comic book almost, or uh. Yeah. You know, an an animated cartoon or something like that you know mm. that's that's kind of a stereotype to say that a game looks like that but it, it does in in a lot of ways and um i think that there was enough variety in the characters that you meet along the way while still kind of allowing them to feel coherent when placed together yeah. um that that i i did appreciate that i was just thinking the the use of the very simplistic yet actually very detailed line art there's no shading because you can't because you're the one that provides the shading if you so choose. Yeah, if you so just, choose. just some dark, dark and light. Dark and light. It's beautifully done and so detailed and really well put together. And it's just like, you know, you could click on things and they would change. No, no reason. They would just do it. And it was just, and also, the, you know, the, all the collectibles and the kittens that you find across the land. It's, hmm. um, yeah, it's, I, but going back to, yeah, I, I really, that's the other reason why I wanted to play the game because it is so pleasing to look at. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the design of uh, pizza, marmite, burger um, <laughs> itself, their self. Uh, I mean, it's such a simple kind of classic cartoon dog, the kind of thing that any kid would draw. And yet, uh, yeah, just I mean, I just find him extra cute. Like it's just it, it is so simple, but little uh, ear with kind of uh, curves at the bottom, denoting a little bit of uh, shaggy fluff, maybe. Two innocent eyes, which occasionally, you know, which change uh, depending on the circumstance. There's a there's a very difficult section where pizza is going through the the, the biggest bout of uh, despondency, um, where all, all all enthusiasm and serotonin is drained from him, and it's very hard. And he's got a boopable nose, you know. I mean, you don't actually get to boop him on the nose in the game, but you do get to. You do get I guess you kind of could with with the paintbrush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort I mean, of. you can't pet the dog because you are the dog. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> but I, I, I really did warm to them, and I felt that um, you know I really want to protect them. So any, yeah. <laughs> any during the uh, during the, the fights, which there are some, I'm afraid everyone you know just boss about fights. This, but there are just boss fights. Um, and uh, yeah, it did 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 alarm me when he get hit. Oh no, mm. no. No, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also dress up pizza, uh, you can. or marmite, or burger, yes. uh, which I, I, 
you know, it's one of those if you like collectibles types of things. Oh, yeah. uh, and and you know, I'm it depends on the game for me. Sometimes I, I was somewhere in the middle uh, with this. I, I if it was something yeah. that I could reasonably get to, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't spend a ton of time trying to get to yeah. a, a collectible if I could see it. But I would at least make the attempt. And uh, yeah. I ended up with a very goth kind of outfit. Um, <laughs> I, it was it was uh, it was a, a look, I think. I, um, I genuinely like that reward. You know, because yeah. like you didn't have to go over there. You can just keep going. You know, that's fine. You could mainline it as a phrase that I don't like using. Although I just did. And uh, but no, it's just usually it's not too much effort. It's not because yeah. you have other games and collectibles like oh no, you got to jump through here and you got to do it on a Tuesday evening at about three o'clock or what have you. And then then you might see the thing and like no, it's just kind of there. Like oh, and sometimes you just like. You'll be trying to solve a puzzle. This happened more than once. And you'll be so, oh, I've got here. There's the part, there's a little present. I didn't wasn't trying to get here, trying to get over there. But all right, I might as well just grab this then. And it is yeah, it's I and I did like dressing and dressing um Marmite up. Um but did like the little captain's hat I got from him once. Very nice. Yeah, we'll come back to the the painting and the way the way uh, the way it makes the world look. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the music before we do the gameplay, which will include painting chat. Uh, and just, I wanted to say, I love this OST. Uh, I was, uh, it's one of the few, not, yeah, it's one of few in the last couple of years where I've actually listened to it outside of the game um, after enjoying it so much within the game. So yeah, Lena Rain, um, I love all the moods that she conjured up. Um, there's some incredibly, yeah, you could almost say it's like, you know, children's television music. Some of it's incredibly kind of, yeah, almost twee, um, but also very kind of, again, very earnestly jolly. Um, but there's also some which I found really atmospheric and moody. Um, yeah, I just love this OST. I thought the score was fantastic. I was really impressed with how it mixed into each track depending on where you were doing, where you were going. Yeah. Um, really good. I just, I, that really impressed me was the score. Um, but uh, uh, just, yeah, exceptional, exceptional stuff. Yeah, agreed completely. I, I, I thought it was, um, it, it added a lot for me. Uh, and mm. just some of Lena Rain's other work also um, would would lead me to believe that she would be pretty much perfect for uh, a project like this and yeah. it did not it did not disappoint amazing right um and yeah so as i say the sound uh, it sounds like the sound was designed uh, by the by the other two uh, members of the a shell in the pit team um and yeah great job with this i think um i love that sort of there's that sort of pulsing underwatery sound that sort of denotes the general um I don't know, just like the swiping of the brush, but then you've got all the nice daubing and slapping sounds. Um, I something, that. something that we didn't uh, talk about, but I guess is worth mentioning here, yeah. as both an an art thing and or a visuals thing, I guess, mm. and a sound thing is uh, that there's some very interesting um, options for this game. Uh, I, I don't know whether they'd be, I guess they could be in part considered accessibility options, yeah. but just preference options as mm -hmm. well. Um, because I, you can do things like 
the one that I remember is there's a very specific option about wet sounds. Oh, that's um, right. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, if that is something that bothers you, then you yeah. can turn those off. And I, I, mm. I didn't do that, so I don't know exactly if it's replaced with anything or whether it's Same, just... Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, there's that, and there's also... Um, text uh for some of the characters because you know you'll get like speech bubbles and in some cases uh a lot of the characters have kind of different text styles uh That's that right. they will speak in to kind of yeah. give it a little bit of color i guess haha <laughs> yeah funny. yeah personality um, but... flavor yeah 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 <laughs> thank you i'm here all week um but y yeah you can also turn that off if it if it's making it more difficult for you to read you can turn it off and have a uh, like a more consistent style i didn't that, again i didn't do that right. either yeah, but same, it's, yeah. it's nice that it's there uh yes, so that super. you know for for those uh for those situations if you are having trouble reading some of the text you can uh change that or if you just uh, have some preferences either way yeah very much so for me what i liked most about the sound design was how informative it was it really explained what was really going on are you swimming in the water or are you going into a tube or a vine and being spat out the other end? Are you dobbing paint? Are you looking for a little kitten who's like shaking the tree every now and again or a bush? And you could hear them and the directional sound was <laughs> exceptional. It's it really um, that aspect of chicory I, I have to applaud. Excellent. Yeah, there was one more thing, actually, just to take it back to writing for a second, just um, because I, I, it, it struck me hard and I and it would be remiss of me to mention it there are a, there are a couple of little bits in there which feel like they are pretty much designed to troll certain kinds of gamers <laughs> which which I was very happy to see uh so there's uh there's one character who you meet early on very early on I think uh when you've pretty much first got any kind of painting ability whatsoever you first got the brush and you can paint like four colors and you're yeah. just kind of learning to you can do different sizes and how to fill stuff in and anyway this uh little like i don't know he's like a beaver or something like that and he sort of uh he says uh paint my house so so i so i feel like a tough guy because i want to look tough and feel like a tough guy and uh, so you paint your house the house whatever color you've got yeah, um, yeah. at that point and uh and he he says he likes it or not i don't know whether it's i think he always says he likes it yeah I, I don't regardless think... of what you put in yeah. It's yeah. Just that he doesn't care that's a sort of theme throughout the game isn't it like they'll ask yeah. you to do stuff and as long as you fulfill the bare bones of any remit <laughs> you can uh, draw whatever you do, want yeah. yeah and that's whatever the point whatever you want <laughs> and that's yeah. the point of the game i never and i never no. painted a penis in this whole no, game no, no, did I. I didn't no. either i did draw no. a butt once but i didn't no. it. i did draw, draw a marmite but that was my self-portrait so there you go anyway yeah, well, yeah. So <laughs> you meet this guy again later on and he just uh apropos of nothing really he just starts saying um, I can't quote it. I haven't got the quote in front of me. He's basically going, do you know what? I think I might be bi. I, I was doing all that stuff earlier where uh, I was like saying, um, paint my house to make me look tough. But actually, you know, I still want to be tough, but I am bi. And it's so, just... so you're selling it a little bit short, if I may I say. probably am. I probably am. Be because he does not lose i love this character and i don't remember his name i wish i'd written it no, down but no. um i'll have I, ha I actually took a screenshot of of part of this that i will post to twitter after this um but yeah he um he he i don't remember where you meet him but he like everything he says is like this really just 
hardcore declaration, like, almost like he's yelling at you, you know, not, like, yelling at you like he's angry at you, just, like, being very declarative. Forthright, you know, yeah, And yeah. he's like, you know what? I also like, you know, he's like, you know what? I like dudes. Not That's just it. dudes. I'm bi. And I'm like, That's it. yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I, that, I, that was one of the things that just really endeared me to the game. Yeah, um, I loved it. And there was that other conversation, and there may have been more of this, and it's possible that I didn't speak to everyone enough times, but there's a there's a conversation when you first get to the town. Is the town luncheon, or luncheon, I forget? Uh, yeah. Luncheon, I think, is where you live. Luncheon is where you live. One of one of them is a the town, anyway. It's another meal time. The the, the yeah. areas are generally yes. named after meals. It says in Elevens is and a dinners. Uh, maybe the tents. Bre- anyway, I like brekkie. Cool. There's these t- brecky indeed. There's yeah. uh, there's these two characters who you have nothing to do with whatsoever, other than you can click on some dialogue boxes and listen to their conversation, in the style of many a traditional sort of JRPG kind of situation. Um, but they're having a, co- a conversation about another a fictional world that they can dream of. That one of them is kind of saying kind of imagine if a world ran like this, right? Imagine how ridiculous it would be if there were all these rich people and they had all these like companies and then they made all the other people work for them for very little money while they while they kept most of the money for themselves and it kind of goes down this whole <laughs> rabbit hole. And uh and and uh yeah, just like it's just a very obvious and kind of sledgehammer declaration of intent, but also you know, kind of witty in the fact that it's just like so that there's a wit to being that unsubtle, I think, in, in, with humor sometimes. And uh, and again, yeah, I just appreciated like it It just felt to me like Greg Lomanoff going, you know, all you people who say, I don't want politics in my games. Um, he's just going to put it right there. But if yeah. you, you can choose whether to interact with it or not in that respect. If you don't want politics in your games, don't talk to those characters. It's fine. The rest of it is completely apolitical. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Right. So um, (laughs) one thing I did want to talk about now, um, I have mixed feelings about the actual control of Pizza Marmite Burger um, because it it's incredibly smooth, but I think almost to a fault. So the game runs at, uh, uh, certainly on PS5 and I'm sure on any decent PC and probably PS4 as well. The game runs at 60 FPS. It's a very smooth, uh, nice, liquidy, glassy experience yes. in that respect. Yeah. But Chicory, uh, Chicory, see, I've called the dog Chicory Pizza. Pizza <laughs> Marmite Burger. Pizza yeah. Marmite Burger yeah. is, so, um, in, is so reactive and responsive to all your inputs that it makes the game a breeze to play. But from my point of view, it also makes it feel a little bit too kind of um, loose and, and floaty, like, like you're playing a game or controlling a character on a colouring book, it meant that I didn't have the sense of being a character in the world. I think sometimes you need to have a bit of resistance to your locomotion, maybe not to the extent of like, you know, Red Dead Redemption, Arthur Morgan kind of thing, or or, or Geralt in The Witcher kind of levels of almost feeling like you're controlling limbs independently. But this kind of super, it's very nice in some ways, like for playability point of view, it's great. But for immersion's point of view i find it a little bit distracting yeah i i didn't really have a ton of issue with the character movement 
Mm. Um, what I had a little bit of trouble with was the actual painting. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Which, it, it, and there again, it was not too bad, but I think it's related because it did seem to be because of the responsiveness. Like, yeah. if you're playing with a controller, you have the option to either use the uh the right stick to mm-hmm. um to actually you know maneuver your paintbrush or you can um use the touchpad on a yes. ps4 or ps5 controller and um you know paint air quotes paint painting. with it yes yeah. exactly and, and i i did that for most of the time but it almost felt like i was um like it was a little bit too responsive because like i would I yeah. would move my finger just a tiny bit and do something I didn't exactly mean to do. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not exactly what you would call an artist in the best of circumstances, no, but I ended right. up with some interesting looking uh, paintings as a result of that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, character movement and I, I, I thought was fine, but that was a, a bit of a sticking point for me. So for me, I had a very two-tone experience, shall we say, or it was situational. So when I was, um, depending on what I was doing, I would switch control systems. Yeah. So one minute I'd go, hmm, didn't need the mouse for this. So yeah, I'd immediately right, go right. to mouse and keyboard. Then I was playing mouse and keyboard for a bit. And then yeah. some platforming happens like, oh, then the platform's not really working for the keyboard. Let's go to the controller. So I was doing that hmm. all of the time, switching between yeah. them. That's an odd way to time. play a game, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Not normal. Um, it's not. Uh, it's not I'm, I'm okay with doing it. Uh, and probably not recommended you just stick one with the other. But, um, and of course, with the, 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 the Steam Deck, you could just touch the screen with it and stuff. So I was going to say, I, don't actually, I didn't actually know until right then, you saying that right then, uh, yeah. whether the Steam Deck had a touch screen. I kind of assumed it did, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You, so I was doing that with, with it as well. That's quite interesting. So it probably mirrors what happens on the Switch. I don't know. I would think uh, so. Yeah, guess, yeah. Yeah. And I actually really like the dual sense and dualshock 4 touchpad but it's mm-hmm. quite small it's quite a small area yes. so to actually move your finger around it to cover the whole screen and paint with detail is not that easy you know no and that's why i always just i mean for the mouse it's fantastic like where's my fine. 3ds port of chicory yeah right. stylus <laughs> stylus would work stylus yeah. would work as well yeah yeah but i guess uh, you could use a stylus on a steam deck yeah. or a switch um but uh yeah the platforming did not work very well with the keyboard no because no. the layout didn't work it was like wsd with control was jump like no this <laughs> is rubbish but uh, i could have reset it myself and change settings i guess but i, I didn't yeah. So getting more into the art and, and the painting. So obviously everyone comes into this with their own level of uh, skill or whatever. And mm-hmm. you may, I'm, I think I probably got better throughout the course of the uh, of the game. I used to draw and paint a lot um, when I was a child, a lot, a lot, like obsessively. Um, and I kind of, you know, just drifted away from it as I got older uh, beyond A level. Um, and I haven't drawn or painted anything of note for literally like 30 years. So I'm definitely not an artist. Um, But I found myself just about like, not, not just completely, because you could right in any of, in any of the, um, whether it's a screen or, or, or a painting that it asks you to do in one of the art lessons or, or, or something you're just doing for the sheer hell of it to make the screen look nicer. 
you could put in absolutely minimal effort. You could just do a dab or a fill or just draw some dots in the art lesson and say it's abstract. Or, or you can spend a lot of time, and I've seen some footage of some people who have ine inevitably, of course, done used the, the tools from this game, what seem like relatively simple and, and clumsy, maybe, art tools, and made their entire chicory map into the most beautiful, ornate tapestry work of art that you could possibly imagine. And um, yeah, so I definitely went somewhere between the two, but nearer the slapdash end. How about, how about you, Leah? I did, in the world, I once I found out that you could just hold down the paintbrush yeah. and fill <laughs> stuff, I did do a lot of that um, yes. just for kind of... Um, traversal purposes um yeah. because so especially once you, you get been, the ability right? especially once you get the ability to swim in the paint it it, yeah. it it helped a lot um but when i i do not have talent uh at all when it comes to artistic drawing um i can't um there's a picture of a duckbill platypus that i drew <laughs> on my refrigerator right now um and it's it's Fantastic. I put it on there because my parents didn't want to put it on theirs. To to Aww. their credit, I did draw it when I was 40. So, like, I mean, I, I get it, I guess, but um, I was proud of it. Uh, anyway, I uh, when I did, I, and I did do a, a pretty good number of the art lessons. I didn't do all of them. I don't think I opened up all of them. But um, for those and for anything where it was a specific painting that you needed to do and not just things to fill in in the environment, mm. I... I <laughs> This is going to sound really sad, but I tried my best. Aww. I I, uh, I I was I was actually pretty happy with some of them. There are some where they just kind of give you a prompt and say, draw what you think happiness is or That's draw right. what, yeah. you know, or you can design. We briefly mentioned a T-shirt or you can design a, a sign for a pizza place. Mm. Um, and, you know, those those are a little bit more. You do what you want to do. And then there are some from the art lessons where they give you a picture. They call it a classic <laughs> yeah. uh, and say, recreate this. And you, uh, as you were saying before, you know, you could do whatever you want. You could just scribble across the page. You could draw a penis if you wanted to. I didn't. I would like to, again, emphasize <laughs> that I did not do that. I could have. I thought about it. I didn't. Um, but no, I, I really did. I There was... There was um, something about the nature of the game that made me actually want to give it a try, um, and I do not feel like I did especially well. But there were a couple that I that I kind of patted myself on the back for. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I I imagine that for some people who have that kind of talent and who enjoy practicing that more than I do, that there would be a lot there as well, um, and they could probably make some pretty impressive things happen with even just that kind of yeah. limited tool set. There's always always people out there. Chris, how how did you uh, take to your art lessons? Well, I do have to do sketches for work. Um, yeah. So right. yeah. I am drawing a lot at work anyway. So I was not uncomfortable doing this. And I found it, I, I, would, I would spend too long, it's in inverted commas, I think. I was like, Chris, you've got to stop. Can we carry on playing again? You need uh. to finish the game. Because, you know, time's depressing. And I would, like, do as much as, like, I wanted to do more. But I could sit there. I was doing, like, shading and dipple effects. And I was doing, I was like, what I really loved is the limitation of the tools were actually liberating for me. Because it's like, 
I'm never going to get the detail I want, and that's great because that allows me to mess around with colours and shading and, 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 and interesting. And, and uh, rather than looking, losing hard lines, I would use sort of like um, shading and shapes to actually evoke what the thing was. Hmm. Um, I, 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 I got really quite carried away with, with this aspect of chicory. Because um, I do draw. Uh, anyway, I just love doing it. Um, and I've been trained to draw in proportions for um, all my life, which helps. Hmm. Because I, you know, and um, so that's the real trick is actually getting proportions right. And I can just really, you know, I can put something in my mind very quickly and then it will be on the page very quickly. Um, uh, so, and uh, that's just the thing I can do. So, yeah, this really, this part of the game of, of part of Chicken really spoke to me. And I just loved the, 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 the reveling in uh, creating things for creating, creating sake. You know, for art's sake, and that's something that definitely a message that was uh, rammed home over and over again throughout the whole experience. And I liked that's this; true. I liked it a lot. Um, but I just I wanted to spend more time in it. But it was getting to the point by spending more time making the paintings. Well, that's it. You certainly could. Doing, yeah. You know, going through the adventure. Yeah, I did do all the the art lessons. Uh, some definitely better than others, and uh, with more effort. Uh, and yes, we should say that then that they then get displayed around the world and as i say right at the end of the game you actually see your your entire world canvas displayed and 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 shown to you as a time lapse yeah um which yeah. is a neat feature yeah the mm. um the title screen as well we should say you can paint all over if you want and view a time lapse of that as well i bet there are some prettier ones out there than my big splurges of color but you know it's all in the eyes of 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 Greg Lobanoff and, and Chicory, it's uh, it's all equal because it's all from you. So, yeah, the painting, as well as being for creative fun and expression, is also your tool to navigating this game. So we should say, as well, you we already said it, there are no fights in this game. There are no enemies. So if you were going to say this game is, is probably more like a Zelda than anything else it it you know it, it has the top down map of links awakening or a link to past but whereas those games have little enemies dotted on every single screen that you need to bat your way past this game has absolutely none so the entire game is really about you navigating to the next place uh, which is done in a number of ways such as folks <laughs> Um, yeah, swimming. We already mentioned. Uh, you get a you get a little jump a little way into the game, um, which is not so much painting related as just a standard video game ability that allows you to hop from place to place. Uh, what else are there? Remind me. Vine sliding up vines. <laughs> yeah, um, you can. It, there's two levels of the swim thing, sort of. Oh, well, yeah. I, I guess not. You you can't really paint. You can't paint water That's until yeah. pretty late in the game. That's um, it. And once you can, you can also swim in the water. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you're swimming in the paint, which is on the water, which in the water, yeah, yeah, that's that's environment. Don't think sound. about it too hard. <laughs> no, big and, chunks uh, of there, the map. There's yeah. also climbing up walls because bugs yeah. could only do that initially. Then you then you could do that. That was very liberating when it happened. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's got the the Zelda or or even Metroidvania aspects of revisiting a lot of these places that you've already yeah. visited, yeah. and either picking up more items of clothing or brush styles, but also 
uh, the the little kids that hit around the world, collecting the kids for this uh, this one family. Um, is it like it, at the start it says I, I'm missing four kids or something? Yeah, and he's got uh, like ten times got, that, maybe yeah. even hundreds more. Than that. Like, yeah, they're every. I, I really did enjoy that. That's that's one of the side quests that I engaged with a lot because yeah. eventually, I, once you get, you know, I thought. I thought, and I bet a lot of people thought that, like, once you find the four kids or whatever it is that you yeah. do in the beginning, four or five kids, then, yeah. then, you know, that's it. That's the side quest. But then you can keep finding them, and eventually mm -hmm. you bring them back, and the person, <laughs> the cat that you bring them back to is like, I mean, these aren't my kids, but I'll take care of <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> it becomes an orphanage. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually one of the other characters comes down and helps, and yeah, yeah it's, I, I, I thought that was kind of a nice little through yeah. line. Yeah. So they keep, he, he keeps he keeps having to throw stuff out because he's yeah. moving so many kids in, and then right. as you get to choose the stuff that he throws out, which becomes yeah. part of your set of your palette of items that you can yeah. plonk anywhere in the game world. Um, pretty much, I mean, there's um, the the you've got a you get a a kind of phone tablet situation at some point in That's the game, right. which yeah. has various mechanics, yeah. which allows you to take photos, um, but it also vital. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, of course, and there's picking up litter as well. Yes, of course, trash, uh, which is a currency of sorts in the game. Yeah, there are a couple of places that you can go to uh, trade your trash yeah. for um, for stuff. Yeah, the bug there's... one is is very charming. They don't yeah. know what they're collecting. Like, what's this goop? Oh, it's from the surface, right? Okay, <laughs> I'll just. Take that off your hands before it infects everything. Okay. It's really good. I like that. I do like the bugs. They were the funniest. <laughs> Clearly. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. So what are the getting around mechanics? So there's also uh, like uh, mushrooms and, and, and various other plants in the game world that, uh, that you can um, interact with via paint. They'll either bounce you across somewhere or fling you or um, there's clouds that you can jump into and, they'll slide about in the air i think there's kind of now i'm trying to think back through the individual screens there's probably more mechanics than i actually gave the game credit for i think i think there's a because by the end when you're doing the the final trials and stuff it, it's really throwing all these various mechanics that you've picked up along the way together to give you your kind of your final test yeah yeah um there was a, there was issues of when you do the challenges you could go to an area and he realized that, well, this isn't actually for an area to progress the challenge. It's just for you to get a pattern for your painting. Yeah, yeah. Do I want to go through all this rigmarole? Because there's one particular one that requires a significant amount of dexterity about painting and and jumping. Mm. I'm like, mm. <laughs> do but, I want yeah. to do this? Only if so. you want to get the, the magic 100%, I suppose. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, as I say, I just I got 80-odd percent just by playing yeah. the game the way I wanted to play it. So mm -hmm. certainly I don't think it would be uh, massively difficult to go back and get the final 20%. But, um, but of course, Cane and Rinse being what it is, I've already moved on to multiple other games. And, uh, yeah. and so I probably won't. But, but um, if, yeah, if you were somebody who wasn't doing that, I think there, there would probably be quite a lot of pleasure to be had out of uh retracing your steps around the world and opening up those screens that you'd never been to before because the first time you you were in that area you didn't have the necessary ability i certainly spent some time towards the end of the game just pushing the boundaries of the map by, via swimming in the sea and as leah said just filling every screen with a color normally a i don't know about you two but i found it 
I was compelled to use appropriate colors as far as possible. So each screen, yeah. each screen has a limited palette, uh, but within that you can, I like I would elect to put a more earthy color on the ground or a more grassy color on the ground and a more watery color in the water, stuff like that, rather than make it look like a kind of a completely psychedelic fever dream. I was trying to make it look somewhat relatable, I suppose. You can get the custom colors though, can't you? Later on, yeah, you mix, can make you get, your own. That's mix it. Yes, yeah, so you meet Professor, I, I had, whatever it is. Yeah, he's a scientist. When I walked into those three tubes, like on you know red, green, and blue, I went, "Yeah, I haven't seen those in a long time." Yeah, so that's right. I stared at the screen for a very long. First of all, I went, "Oh, these are nice," and I went, "Wait, how is this man doing this? Yeah, this is wrong. He hasn't got a brush. <laughs> this is awful." And almost, you know, burnt up as a heretic. But um, no, uh, I, I, I did, um. I basically spent most of the time painting only areas that were I found to be like landmarks, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like focal points, anchor points. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I'd spent my time because I'd go, oh, it's just, just you know, round near the temple, I'd spend you know the the tower, I would spend the time and my own home and my, my parents' home as well because they put my picture up after all. I thought, well, at least I can do is paint oh, their place. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, it's 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 for me. I didn't go hell for leather. I would just because functionally, I liked the cleanliness when I was outside, and then when I was in the tunnels and the dungeons and stuff, I would actually go to town painting everywhere until things, little bugs, would eat the stuff. But you know, um, it, it's it's it, it it was very much most of it was driven by function, um, but some of it was emotional. Yeah, actually, that was one thing I wanted to say about the 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 relationship of the art and the game and the mm. mechanics. I loved the underground sections where you light up the crystals. Yeah, that's uh, good. And so you 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 know you can just swoosh the brush across the entire screen, either with mm. stick or finger or mouse or whatever. And as it hits the crystals, so they say this is a com- we should say a completely kind of almost completely grayed out screen like it's pretty much dark gray or or even black in places and the way to light it up is to is to color it um but every so often you'll come you'll hit one of these crystals and it will make a a pleasing chime and then whatever color you've painted that crystal will kind of emanate out in a in a pleasing glow but then if you wash the screen with multiple colors and hit different crystals with different colors the light converges and merges and makes new colors in the middle of the screen um maybe it's not quite as pretty as actually i'm making it sound but uh but i enjoyed it um and i found that that a satisfying mechanic just like because we know there's no real danger in in any of these screens like you you don't get hurt in this game apart from in boss fights and even then it doesn't have much consequence but it's dark and it and you need it to be light the one thing, again, though, about a game with no enemies as such is that when you have anything that kind of feels like it's acting against you, it's a real shock. So you've got those bugs underground that want to make it dark again because they're happier in the dark. And those those simple that simple little mechanic of if you paint near these bugs, they will spread out and make the areas of the screen dark again. That, to me, was kind of creepier than some enemies that are kind of designed to be creepy in a creepy oh. game. It's the, I didn't gotta, realize those were supposed to be bugs. 
Yeah, oh, they're little insects. I think they huh. are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I just yeah. I thought they were just like these are dark spots, and now everything is dark. Oh, there's, okay. there's little bugs everywhere because I love the sound effects to this. I wanted to talk about the sound because they were like, and then all of a sudden the also when you hit the the, the glowing things, whether they're crystals or or mushroom things, mm. they would go boom, boom. Yeah, really nice. They would do the universal um, turning on of lights, which don't actually make a sound at all. But, you know, human beings will be in the way they are. Uh, again, uh, what, we're going back to sound design. Sorry, everyone. But uh, really the dungeons or the underground areas, not necessarily dungeons in inverted commas, yeah. the underground areas, really, really good. All very echoey, good stuff. Yeah, so the actual dungeons in inverted commas are these sequences mm. which come uh, at yeah the end of a, a chapter. So the game's divided up into nine or ten chapters and there's an epilogue. And, uh, and actually another nice presentation point is the way that after any kind of significant event, the chapter just ends and a new one starts, which I, I really like. And then it just says... It just gives you the option to either continue playing or save and quit at that point, and that just felt very kind of thoughtful to me. Mm. Um, so yeah, dungeons. Uh, in each case, you go. So the land is being kind of overtaken by these uh, kind of cursed trees, and essentially, this is, I suppose, a manifestation of the wielder's doubt and yes. worry, it's anxiety, and yeah. self confidence, and. Just all of that, just all of their neuroses wrapped up and, and uh, personified in this big um, black goop that has been in existence forever, apparently. Yeah, and I suppose um, probably some of the most involved puzzles. Leah, you were talking earlier about puzzle potentially being challenging, um, and I, I, I think there was, I think there was one in the game that I looked up. I think um, I think I got through everything, bar this one puzzle, without resorting to a guide but there was one and i think it was and it was a like slapping forehead moment but i think there are some quite interesting and intricate and satisfying puzzles that they they put together with the uh with the mechanics as they are they tend to be about finding if i suppose essentially you're finding keys but it's done in a way that you're actually looking for patterns in the environment i did have uh, speaking of looking things up the one time i did have to do that um, was because for as good as I think the tutorials generally are uh, and, and how they're integrated, sometimes they just don't tell you what things do. And what I'm specifically thinking about is uh, you go into a section where there are these, um, I don't even know what they are. I think they're like some kind of bugs or I, I kept thinking of hermit crabs, but they've got like rocks on their back. Uh, mm. And the way to make them move where you want them to move is you paint a trail Yep. just a trail of paint and they will follow that trail of paint but they never explained that to you so i was like how am i supposed to get these guys to move i was yeah. trying to paint up the side of them and like swim up the side and that doesn't work so no, i no. i eventually did look that up uh but yeah for for the most part i i didn't find the i, I did find some of the puzzles challenging i did not find yes. any of them impenetrable uh, aside from like i said that that kind of one uh mechanic that i didn't it just didn't click for me there were times well, I suppose the puzzles, which the most memorable one being, for me, being the one you climbed the mountain, that seemed to be mm. interminable and went on just a little bit too long. Um, but then yeah, maybe a couple of mountain, screens. So, yeah, yeah. It's just like can I cut this a little bit shorter because I'm kind of tired of this whole like these annoying cloud things that only sit in there for a bit. Anyway, um, 
but most of the time i didn't actually look up online any any guides uh, or any videos or anything like that but i did ask marmite's dad for <laughs> some navigation that's a fair point one, yes there was, there was one where it was like huh where can i go it's like oh you see that thin track over there if you just could turn yourself into a puddle you can go up there you'd be great and there's a like, couple oh, of quite thanks. Thanks. Obscure paths, yeah. actually. So pop, pop was, yeah. and there's absolute because of the na- the nature of this game is such that there are no penalties for anything. If no. you want, if no. you want the hint, you take the hint. If you, if you, you know, and you then... get rewarded with comedy. <laughs> well, that's he's hilarious. true. <laughs> that's a good point, and he's very I nice mean, to you. His core reaching out, going, and you just see it going. I've got to say, I've got to speak to him, and I because most of the time I didn't. Most of the time I just spoke to yeah. to, to mum. I can just, uh, I can see this is like, I, I can see this being my parents, really. Like, you know, just <laughs> mother, mother speaking to you on the phone, oh, honey, you're doing so great. And then just yeah, in yeah. the background, my dad going, tell her about the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It was just spot on. So the amount of times, it was probably like less than two or three times I would actually mutter, thanks, dad. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just my, my little inner thing of like, if I'm getting stuck, I'm going, I just talked to dad, don't I? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Honey, your dad wants to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Put dad on the phone. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if Peter Burger Marmite is adopted, though, because his dad, it doesn't bear much resemblance. No, but that's, you know, it's chicory. Let's just move on. Doesn't matter. They love you. <laughs> I mean, there's no giant what. speaking yeah. bugs, which I keep on banging on about. But yeah. <laughs> Maybe chicory or oh, I did at that time. Yeah, maybe pizza, yeah. Maybe yeah, pizza marmite burger just looks more like her mom, you know. Yeah, yeah true enough. It does true enough. yeah, yeah. So once you riddle your way through the puzzles of the yeah quote dungeons, um, which forms I don't know yeah like I, I don't know what percentage of the game that uh, that is. I'm I'm not sure exactly how many of them even there are, including the wielder trials. Maybe eight, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but there are about that many uh, boss fights in the game, although one of one of the chapters ends on a delightful duet of singing between yeah. Chicory. Uh, so the, even though there, there is one uh, obvious throwback to Wonder Song in this game where you meet uh, a singing bird who sounds exactly like the singing from Wonder Song, I'm not actually sure what the payoff for that side quest is because I made, I made a song. Yeah. But then I'm not sure it ever came back into no. play. So I liked making it though. Yeah, yeah. But there's a song. There's a song with um, with Chicory which does come back into play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and that very much felt like Wander Song to me because you're yeah. not you're not it, it's not exactly the same mechanic. But you and and I don't think you can fail it because I did definitely screw up the timing right, once or twice. Right. But um, but yeah, it you know you you uh. It's sort of a rhythm game, kind of, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. like a little mini game. And, you know, you sing at, along with what you're doing. And, yeah, it, uh, it, it's a very kind of touching moment. There are a couple of those. Yeah. For I Actually, this might be a good time to call out um, the side quest that really hit me. The one that, the one that hit me the hardest, mm. I think, and I was not expecting it to. Um, it's, I found it pretty late in the game. Um, I don't know how early you can get to it, but, um, there is a, um, I think he's maybe a raccoon, uh, or something standing by a river 
And if you go talk to him, he says that he's lost a friend recently who has passed mm. away. Oh, God, yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, there's yeah. and there's um, there's kind of a couple of like flowers scattered around. Him. He's on like a bank, and he says, you know, I'd really love to have this garden. And by God, let me tell you, I planted every single flower I had <laughs> yeah, for yeah, that yeah, raccoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you get something out of it. I think you get a different kind of flower maybe, but like, I just, I thought it was really sweet because he is just so touched that you do this. And then if you come back later, other people are there and he's like, oh, I can't, you know, this is, my friend would have loved this so much, you know, that, that other people can also come and enjoy this. And I just, I thought that was really sweet. So yeah, I, there's I lots that was of touching. quests like that. There yeah. Are lots mm. of yeah, for sure. So the actual boss fights. Uh, are kind of creepy actually um, yes yeah that would that that's one thing um but uh mechanically i had this is the only point in the game where i had some mild frustration mm. with the actual mechanics there's a lot of um they get tough towards the end yeah so there's well, no yeah, yeah. there's no penalty uh, uh, in the options you can actually turn up the amount of hits you can take before you get what is nom only notionally a fail state because even if you hit this kind of fail state, you just carry on. I didn't yeah. really understand the point of that. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, no. I, that's, that is something that, because I thought that maybe I had turned on the no fail mode by mistake. So I went back and checked and it's <laughs> no. like, nope, no. it's just like no. that. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, I, I don't know if I would have liked it any better if I had, to, I, I probably wouldn't have, but that kind of, that kind of uh, raises the question of why have boss fights in the first place then? It, it, um, it was, it, t t I mean, I think it was an attempt to mirror the combat within oneself, the struggle within oneself. Yes. This yes. is what, what I interpreted it to be. And the fact that the imagery was so stark and harrowing and not harrowing, but oh, it's just nightmarish. Um, and, um, because it's your inner thoughts. That's the point, you know, and that's why it is all, everything's distorted and very strange. And just on a mechanical front, it's definitely a case of you having to keep two eyes on two things at the same time because you have to check where, where um, Marmite Burger Pizza was all the time versus where your your paintbrush is because your paintbrush is your primary weapon against the boss. For for, the, for this reason, I was nine times out of ten, and I think only one of the fight no, not all of them, I think, I always used mouse and keyboard because it was the most precise way to take them out. Yeah, that makes brush. sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so mechanically they were odd. I thought visually and audio-wise they were really interesting. Oh, and yes. As, as Leah said, imposing and creepy and doomy yeah. and um some really cool and interesting ideas and i liked some of the mechanics within them within them but i wasn't always i don't think the communication to the player was quite optimal like there no, were points kind of a lot going on in some of them really yeah, yeah. um yeah. especially when you're trying to wrangle those ones where the the brush is going in the opposite way to the right. Your your oh, stuff is reversed, God. and you have to keep track of where your target is as to the, uh, what, what type of paint you need to be hitting it with. Or get to if the you point where I just the absence of paint, or I just I just winded everything, and then I just went nuts with the mouse. This is going just there. You go hitting it now. It was wasn't very subtle uh, or elegant. And I think my least favorite combat was the very last one you did. Um, I didn't yeah. really like the dragging around of the, the bombs. One minute they hurt you, next minute they didn't. Yeah. Um, it was just, 
there was no real sense of communication about what you were supposed to be doing. Yeah, uh, or whether you I, were being just, hurt or whether they well, whether yeah, you were hurting them or I, I what was going to hurt. I definitely felt I strong on my way through that, which not pleasant because boss fights shouldn't be about you just, you know, um you know just blasting your way through in a desperate attempt to just get something to work. Yeah, um it's the weakest component of the game in my humble opinion. Yeah, uh, it was a, it's a shame because obviously, you know, you come away on that um, and, and it wasn't like I hated it. And I really felt like that because of the, the audio visual side was was so strong and, and the, the messages, you know, the, the, the actual manifestation of the message of the game in this audio visual thing was was so cool. Yeah. But the combination of the, yeah, the lack of communication to the player or the, the lack of clear communication to the player and the lack of consequence with making mistakes, it felt a bit like a mechanically a bit of a cop out to me. It's almost like we couldn't work out how to make this really fun and satisfying. So we just made it so that when you fail, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that would probably be my biggest criticism of the entire experience. It is the most gamey part of the you know traditional mm. want of chicory, but the, yet also the weakest. I. I... I just didn't really think they worked well. The earlier ones were better. Yeah, because the there's less ones. less danger, yeah. I suppose. They're a bit easier, yeah. and you can but kind of enjoy this... the yeah the spectacle more. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm thinking because I think probably the strongest parts in terms of game design, puzzle design, ludology were the puzzles, uh, the dungeon puzzles leading up to the bosses. Maybe there would have been a way of incorporating more of that type of gameplay into the boss fights themselves rather than making them this kind of very frantic real-time situation because like even though i knew it was not consequential to take a hit and die as such or get knocked out or whatever and then come back you your kind of you know your gamer pride or whatever your your personal satisfaction means that you don't want to keep getting hit because it's annoying yeah um yeah, so it's just I don't know. Yeah, slightly, it's a slight fly in the ointment for me. Those, um, but not the audiovisual side at all. Like that was all cool. It was just the the gameplay mechanics side. But yeah, um, I'm not sure. Leah, what what was your overall feeling on boss fights in this game? Yeah, like I I liked them in concept, not so much in execution. Yeah. Uh, which I think is is more or less what you guys are saying. Um, I I I thought that. I, it was really cool to me. I, I did like the last boss fight, but again, I didn't like doing it. I just liked yeah. how it was set up. No, no, um, I think brilliant way to describe it. Yeah, great concept because the execution was flawed. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but but again, the the fact that you can't actually fail them mm. is 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 a good thing, I think. But at the same time, I, I mean, I kind of said this before, right? Like, I why even bother at that point? Like, I, I get it. I get I get what the what they're trying to say with those. But I, I think that there might have been another way to approach it. I, I'm not mm. I, I, I don't want to speak for them or anything, but uh, I, I think that they needed to be in there somehow. But I, I just don't think this is it necessarily. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. One curious thing about this game to me, and I and I. I'm going to guess that none of us is able to speak about it really with any authority. There's a co-op mode. I wish I could. Isn't it local only though? I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. 
But I don't know. Is it like a Mario don't Galaxy have any thing? Have non-internet friends? <laughs> no, right. that's not true. <laughs> but like you, I don't know. Is it like a one of you? It, it, is one of you just the brush and one of you the dog? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Um, I should have. I should have got my partner into splash and paint around, but didn't happen. Anyway, so yeah. But just so as you know, if you're listening to this, you haven't played the game yet, and you like the sound of it uh, that is another way to play and yeah that might be a way maybe maybe there's an optimal scenario where you have a, a an older person with a younger person parent child situation kind of enjoying the game together but also talking about what the game's saying and and uh, and things yeah. like that and like a mario odyssey uh, or not odyssey um galaxy, galaxy yeah. type of uh thing where yeah. you know you just have a person who has a controller and is doing things but isn't can't right. can't hurt you I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. like they can only help they cannot hurt yeah. you <laughs> i like that idea so our one other piece of long-form correspondence for chicory was a much more positive take than our earlier one from the forum this is no more spiros who says chicory a colorful tale is one of a select few games that encourages not perfection but simply the best that a player can achieve yes there is a win state an ultimate goal in mind but the way to get there is so open to interpretation that even if some struggles with a puzzle here and there, simply exploring the world and making it a little more personalised can provide some relief. It is inherently playful, reminding me of my very young childhood messing around on kid picks and seeing what's available. The ingenious quality that Chicory has is that you also aren't forced to actually paint the world if you don't want to. I loved the monochromatic design. The way thick and thin lines contrasted to make everything pop out like you'd see in Plock or Yoshi's Island. And knowing that I could just erase a bit of paint I swam through or used for a boost in height was oddly reassuring. Not just in the sense of fixing mistakes, but accepting that black and white has just as much beauty as a world of colour. Also, the custom shirt is amazing because I got to watch several characters go out on the top out on the town with a top adorned with my chicken scratch writing of one cool guy and that's just something worth treasuring that's a good one yeah that's good everyone was wearing my marmite t-shirt it was great <laughs> i drew a, a heart that was kind of a balloon like it had okay. like a tail on it i'm not really oh. sure what i was going for there but it it turned out to be kind of a cute shirt it reminds I was me very of, pleased when uh, I saw it pop back up. It reminds me of early Animal Crossing days, like GameCube era mm -hmm. Animal Crossing. You design a t-shirt and then people are wearing it. I realize that still happens, but... It does, yeah. It was more of a thing. Uh, it was more of a, a, like a, oh, thing back in 2003 or whatever. Um, yeah, I just remembered that other uh, side quest, which is simply the guy in town who is, uh, he's like trying to hold a party, isn't he? And uh, yeah. Uh, but he's not sure what to do. Nobody comes. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. But all, all he needs is some furniture. And then the game points out uh, that actually if you put chairs in uh, from your collection of uh, in your ever burgeoning collection of items, you can put chairs in quite a number of locations and people will just turn up if you do that and sit in the chairs, uh, which I didn't really experiment with. But I thought it was a nice idea. I did end up with a bunch of people um, on the beach. Yeah, yeah, I think I like when when I got to the beach part and like I know I got some stuff and this is some random junk and like there you go yeah even bit even bits from the from the bugs again I mentioned them again and like, there you go there's some weird slime stuff they kind of liked it how about that 
Yeah, that spook one? spooky themed uh yeah. ghost chairs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I just wanted to mention the platforming because we haven't really spoken about that much. Okay, um, go for it. A little bit. Um, uh, Just in that, I think going back to what Leon was saying right at the beginning, and now we're talking about the gameplay parts now, is that for me, the floatiness of the control sometimes, and also the lack of perspective and knowing where you are and what level you are at, whether you could actually leap from one thing to another or fall down and go, oh, I can't be true after all. Couple of couple that of moments a, like that yeah that yeah. was a problem the actual it doesn't it wasn't that it, the game was designed for some things really well and other things not so much and definitely i think another weak aspect of the experience was the the platforming for me i was just like oh really come on i thought um i thought it was generally okay but i totally had the same experience yeah. but i think it it sort of felt forgivable partly because it was related heavily to the art style because mm. like there's no shadows on anything but also i found it quite forgivable because it was you were only ever a couple of seconds away from getting back to where you were and there's you yeah. know there was there was no penalty so no uh, other than a few seconds lost so it wasn't yeah. it wasn't too punitive it wasn't like dropping you into death pits where you have to restart <laughs> the entire section no. again or anything like that but absolutely but, right but i agree just, perspective yeah. perspective is sometimes an issue which is unusual for a 2d game <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i have that kind of problem sometimes with um side scrolling brawlers um ah, where yes. i just have i have problems depending <laughs> on how it uh, how it's how the side the side view is set up, just you know, right. determining whether I am on the same plane as something. Sometimes yeah, yeah. that gets me a little bit, and I did have a little bit of that with this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, uh, totally agree there. Especially, I mean, we haven't. It's amazing we've come this far in the game, uh, and we haven't mentioned um, Parappa, another paper thin two D dog. Like yeah, because uh, yeah. there are because he he or Paper Mario. Um, although this isn't related to those games, really. Um, I think the actual feel of controlling Peter was sometimes similar to that that feeling of having uh, a, a paper a paper sprite. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and also very later on in the game, I've discovered the fast travel would have been nice. Ah, the the bench. Yeah, we should we yeah, did the benches. We didn't mention that. Yeah, there's magical yeah. benches, which well, not magical. Actually, you get a pass, a ticket, which yeah. you have to sign. again you you have to sign <laughs> in your in yeah. your own hand. Yeah. Um, and you you give if you there's one side quest which involves you giving your first one away and you have to get another one made. Okay, so I didn't do that because mm. I thought that I, I thought adult. that the yeah the uh, the I, I think you even mentioned this before. Just the an adult is clearly <laughs> just like. Yeah three hamsters in a trench coat like it's it's not so i did not give them my my uh (laughs) ticket um what what happens when you do that is it just like a quest to go get another one or Uh, yeah children you get wreaking havoc they turn yeah they they turn up somewhere else basically um but i can't remember where i think they turn up in three different locations or something and ultimately they probably give you a hat or something i don't i don't remember but um maybe i didn't even get to the final stage but yeah it didn't i I had the same qualms uh, like in real life i'm not you know if they come up to me outside the off license saying you know (laughs) buy me some booze and cigarettes i I wouldn't have done it but i've um, never had anybody ask me to buy them booze and cigarettes and i'm kind of disappointed no okay (laughs) that's uh it's but it's on the bucket list 
I'm sure it will yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 I'm sure, yeah. Do I just not look cool enough? Like, what's, what's the deal? <laughs> you look like you'll tell them to get... I look like a <laughs> narc? Like, what, what the hell? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, right. Well, we had just two three-word reviews for Chicory. As I say, maybe not many people have played it. But uh, true to form, we got one negative and one positive. Over to Chris. <laughs> Okay, so the first one is uh, Keith, not Keith. Cute, but dull. <laughs> and Ludo Narrative FM says, whimsical, but profound. So, yeah, literally, <laughs> your mileage may vary, or you might <laughs> fall somewhere between the two. Uh, so I think uh, for our summaries, we'll start with uh, he who possibly has the most qualms. Um, Chris? Well... I did call my character Marmite. True enough. Uh, so is Chicory a Marmite game? No. Um, I've already expanded on some of the issues I have with the delivery. And this has come up frequently in this discussion, not just in the story and the, the, the approach of mental health, um, but also in the execution of some aspects of the platforming, then the puzzle solving, well, that's less of a problem. I think it's actually quite well done. But also the uh, the, the boss fights and, and that kind of thing and how they were reaching for something, but it didn't quite get there. And that, for me, is the underlying tone of Chicory. They were reaching for something, and in some cases they did get there, but in many other cases they didn't, in my opinion, which is why I'm sharing it now. Which is why... I believe is the problem that, that the sales were used you were talking about earlier, and that's what I wanted to, right, right at the end here. I'm saying that people in certain within the circles that we inhabit mm -hmm. um, did get excited about chicory. I remember, and people, I know um, Sean Bell, he he of of uh, of um, computer, computer game show, and also you can say it's uh, all right. Yeah, if, they are friends with really. Yeah, and also he's been a film, uh, been on the Kane uh, as well. Many times. And he, he, he expressed uh, issues with it in that he was bored by it. Right. And I agree, because there were times when I, was the, I would utter the words, I don't care, because there were um, things that would ask to be done or an engagement with someone, I, I just don't, I don't care. Can we just move on? Because I had issues with, I couldn't really relate to the characters. I wasn't drawn to them that much. No pun intended. Only the um, bugs. Yeah, but only the bugs, apparently, because I thought they were <laughs> the most interesting. Um, I, I, it's just, it, it's not the greatest adventure game I've played in a long time, in, uh, by a long shot. It's It's got some fantastic ideas. We've spoken about a lot of them today, and they do sound very uh, it does sound very sort of um attractive however for me uh, there's lots of problems with the execution i was genuinely um you know i did if i if it wasn't for this show i would have actually not finished it um but i am you know duty bound and but i did find there were, there were stretches of the game where i was yawning and like i'm not engaged with this um that's unfortunate and that may be a reflection on my own character. I don't know, but uh, it was just—it's not—it's not great. Um, and um, nice try, basically. But uh, yeah, there's too many flaws from my view. There it is. That's my 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 take on chicory. 
Yeah, I'm way more positive. Uh, I don't think I was ever bored as such. Uh, a couple of frustrations, minor irritations, um, but overall I was uh, absorbed throughout and charmed by um, another, yeah, very earnestly sincere but heartfelt and well-meaning game from Greg Lobanoff, who, um, you know, clearly wants to say things about imposter syndrome. Um, I'm assuming comes from a personal place. That's certainly how it reads. But I think for me, like I enjoyed Wonder Song. I haven't listened back to that podcast. Um, I think I was broadly positive about the game, um, but with probably some of the same or similar qualms about Wonder Song as Chris has about this one. Whereas for me, I think uh, it seems apparent that Greg and his uh, team, his cohorts, learned a lot from constructive criticism to Wonder Song and probably their own as much as anyone else uh, in that I think Chicory is, is a much more robust video game than the Wonder Song was, um, albeit one that ultimately kind of tells the same story. Um, I actually found the, the puzzles within the game and the, the environmental lo uh, uh, locomotion, the, the working your way around this big old Zelda star map to be pretty satisfying uh, as did uh, as I did sort of later in the game once I'd opened up unlocked all the uh, all the abilities and uh, and had the fun that uh, the video games allow in that particular way of you revisiting lots of places you visited before and finding new little nooks and crannies in which to uh, find amusing hats and trousers and things like that um, but yeah mostly um, it made me feel quite warm inside and sweet I think it's very obvious that it's designed to do that. There's absolutely no, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of targeted at the heart, the heartstrings. Um, but for me, it definitely uh, plucked them in a way that made me feel better than before I started playing the game. So for me, it's a, it's a winner deserving of all the positive reviews and worth a try, certainly. But you may, you may feel less positively about it as some of our correspondents have. Leah, let's finish with you. So I, I can see how if you did not really connect with the characters in the game, there wouldn't be a whole lot going on on that end for you. Um, I personally did. I, I, I was, I was very uh, invested in in uh, pizza, marmite burgers uh, journey, <laughs> and um, I felt for Chicory um, and, and and her. Kind of struggle there and I, I my taste in games are kind of weird it turns out like i am very into um incredibly violent um games uh, yeah. and anime ladies um who are not wearing very much clothing but yeah. also i love <laughs> Very sweet and adorable games um, like this one. Um, Kirby's Epic Yarn is one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. It's just something that I can play <laughs> and actually feel good about things for yeah. a while. Um, and, and you know, I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's fine to have, um, you know, kind of polar opposite tendencies sometimes. But uh, this, Chicory, uh, I, I feel really almost hit... hit opposing notes for me because it did it did 
hit the very cute note, um, the, the Kirby style. Um, oh, how sweet! Look at all of these adorable animals. Um, I, 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 um, there's something on our notes here um, about Pickle, the little fox who you meet very early, who you can meet very early on, Pickle. who is one of your friends. And I just always loved talking to Pickle because Pickle is, um, you know, kind of withdrawn and kind of. Um, Pickle, Pickle kind of struck me as a stoner. Um, I don't know if that's accurate or not, mm. but maybe. Um, either way, uh, very, very fond of Pickle, uh, who was always encouraging. Uh, and, you know, just I, I, I liked, I enjoyed being in that world uh, and, and just kind of exploring and, and sometimes coloring things in, sometimes not coloring things in. And... The other thing that I, I kind of mentioned that I, I felt it hit opposite notes was that it it really did hit that I, I felt that the what this game was trying to say uh, regarding imposter syndrome and negative thoughts about oneself and depression, a lot of that really rang true for me. Uh, so I, I enjoy it when a game, even if a game maybe doesn't necessarily get it 100% right. I do appreciate when they try earnestly to say something about that and to kind of let people know that, you know, if you're having these kinds of feelings, it's okay. You know, you're not the only one and, you know, you may not, there's no just magic button that's going to fix everything for you, but, you know, you it, it's going to be okay and you will be okay. And, and in the meantime, here's this adorable world that you can kind of check out and see how these people are doing it, uh, or these animals, or these <laughs> pizzas, or whatever. Um, so yeah, mechanically, I had a lot of fun with it, um, despite a few reservations. And storyline-wise, I was very attached. So uh, yeah, I, I I do recommend Chicory, uh, especially if any of this feels like it would be a good hit match for you. And um, I, I don't know if I'll play it again. Um, Definitely not right away, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to do. There's definitely a lot to do. So um, I, I feel like it was a good investment for me. Great. Lovely stuff. Thank you both. As always, it does just remain for me, Leon, to thank Chris Lear, Editor Jay, as well as our correspondents, and of course to you for listening. Next time, in issue 519, The World of Assassination concludes with Hitman 3. <laughs> <laughs>